You're listening to The Big Reviewski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. Greetings, movie fans. Welcome to The Big Reviewski. My name is Owen Doherty, and I am honoured and privileged to be joined. <laughs> Don't laugh about it. I've been honoured and privileged to be joined by two of Hollywood's hottest screenwriting talents. They're fresh off their latest version of The Meg 2, but they have decided to join us. It's Paul Moore and Rory Cashin. Hi, Thanks, guys. You Thanks, guys, for coming You literally in. read my mind. My first thing I was going to say to that camera was, we've got a Megment. We do, oh, yeah, we, do. we do have a Megment yeah, this week. Yeah. Um, how is uh, the Meg 2 electric Megaloo coming along? So far, so Meg. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> Very much like the first film of yeah. Um, but what, what, why, were we actually going to have we a Megment this week? Lorenzo Di Beventura. Very, very, very Italian-sounding name, gentlemen. Yeah, and rich. Yep. Very Who, rich. Who uh, produced the first film. And uh, we're not going to talk about that one because the second one's going to be everything that wasn't. Because mm. Statham will punch the damn shark. Hopefully. We will see blood. Yeah. And uh, I don't if think he d- any... If he doesn't get swallowed by the shark and have to somehow fight his way out. Out of the shark? Oh, that would That's be That's good. That's yeah. a whole other adventure inside the mouth. Yeah, it's like yeah. Uh, Jonah and the whale. Moby Wegg. Deep man. Yeah. Biblical. Right. Like and his it. name in the Meg was Jonas. It was <gasps> right there. <laughs> it's for all our religious fans out there. Happy so, days. So basically, yeah, uh, they're just writing the script now. That's it. Okay. That's the Megment, yeah. Yeah, it's Megment it's, over. It's, it's me in, and Rory it's are willing to pitch ideas. I like, genuinely thought you two were officially working on the film, but... We should be. We <laughs> should be. Really. Fishy Nando's. Like, it works in this scenario, because yeah. it's kind fish, of... Fish, yeah. Kind fish. of. Um, if you are, <laughs> just going to ignore those two now. Uh, if you're excited about the Meg Two, um, uh, are you well, not? No, I am. Did you see the first one? The first one was great. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah. All right. Mm. I did see it. Yeah, mm. I remember seeing it in a sitting up the back of a cinema in an Omniplex. An Omniplex, of course, okay, obviously tight. the best back seats. In Ireland. Um, but yeah, no, I know it was disappointing that uh, Jason Statham didn't fight the shark at the time uh, properly. Yeah. I was kind of hoping the second one would be a bit of a love story, like a forbidden love between Jason Statham and the Meg. Like a, like the shape of water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at the shape of that water. Yeah, what are they doing? I see that yeah, film. Yeah. I mean... Um, I'm not against that idea. <laughs> <laughs> the Meg 3. Um, if you're particularly excited about the Meg 2 or the Meg 3, The Shape of Water, um, uh, you can tweet us at Big Ski or you can get in touch on the Joe Instagram. And I always forget to ask people, please subscribe to the show as well. That sounded quite baggy and desperate. Uh, you can subscribe. your white subscri- tradition. <laughs> yeah, no, please, please subscribe to the show. Uh, you can if you like. Tell your friends, both of them, that's fine uh, mm-hmm. that this is happening. We do have a knockout show for you this week. Nice. Um, that's a good setup. That's good Isn't it? That's a good segue. Uh, because we have an unbelievable prize to give away. Last week we were giving away the sign poster for Captain Marvel. This week, sign posters, they're all the rage. We have a sign poster for Creed 2, signed by Dolph Lundgren, Tessa Thompson, who's another star in the MCU, and uh, the man himself, the biggest star of the Rocky franchise, Michael B. Jordan. See, the way... Do you remember last week, Rory had to wrestle the Brie Larson poster from his hands? Yes. This would be like that for me now. Okay. Michael B. Jordan is my man crush. Like, Michael, Mike just walks on water, so, you know, you might have to wrestle my grubby mitts from that poster this week. Not a bother. Um, Michael B. Jordan, of course, who plays Creed 2 in the film. <laughs> Creed 2 as well. Love that too. <laughs> yeah, love that. Um, he really brings the two to the role. Yeah, but uh, so stay tuned uh, to find out how to win that. We'll also have the stars of the film, Dolph Lundgren and Tessa Thompson on the show as well, along with Florian Muntino. Yeah, let's go with that. Good as attempt as any. Even Drago's son. <laughs> uh, but before all that, it's time for this week's big question on the Big Review Ski. And for this week's big question on the Big Review Ski, it's over to Rory Cashin. What do you got? Well, coming into summer, aren't we? Wait, mm, yeah. 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 Actually, today is roasting. It's roasting. Actually, yeah. We're all going to die. Climate change. Tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Captain Marvel, I guess, is the first of uh, the big blockbusters of the year. Uh, we've got many more to come. But the thing I always associate with summer blockbusters is huge kick-ass action set pieces and you can't have a good set piece without a good explosion. So in the most basic level of action movie Mm. prowess, what is your favourite movie explosion of all time? Okay, so I love this question for starters because it's like, you kind of say it to someone, it's like, it's so vague. It's like there's explosions in so many films. Mm. Um, There's so many different types of explosions. I was terrified you were going to do it 
own on it and be like, well, kind what of. about this like kind emotional of. explosion? Yeah. Thing? Yeah. Yeah. What about when Harry met Sally? What about that bit of the end where their emotions are exploding all over their faces? Romance explosions? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, I'm no, this this actually turned out to be both surprisingly easy and kind of difficult as well because immediately two popped into my head. Okay. Oh, no. You have done an own. I, I have done an own. MacGruber. And MacGruber wasn't one of them. Um, he thought it would be MacGruber. And I, kinda, and I sat there and I looked at both of them and I was like, which of these means more to me? And my God, they mean so much to me. Like, in terms of the, you know, the age. They mean, they mean so much to you? No, the age you were whenever you saw it. Yeah, and, well, like, yeah, and, like, I can the, relate to that, the impact yeah. of the whole film. So do you, do you want... Do you want the one I didn't pay, or do you, do you want the one I just picked? I want you to answer the question. Okay. So the explosion, that is my uh, favourite movie explosion. The explosion that means the most to me. If this is an emotional explosion, I will, <laughs> I will out of here. Schindler's List. It's not Schindler's List. Um, oh, I should have gone for Showgirls. Anyway, it's <laughs> Independence Day. Okay. Okay. Good okay. Too. So, but the reason, because I knew it was going to get like, a, all right, you went for that one, did you? So, um... Uh, yeah, obviously, out in 1996, I think it was like about like 12 years old whenever this film came out, and I was just like completely blew my mind. Jeff Goldblum, um, you know, figuring out exactly what the aliens are up to. He has the countdown on. They rush him on the Air Force One, and then there's just that moment when he's like, time's up. And then all the people who think that, uh, that the aliens are here for a bit <laughs> of crack, it's like, no, no, no. Yep. It was specifically the White House uh, explosion moment. Right. Um, but we can take a little look at the clip here now. Uh, it's kind of running there in the background. But this is the... Like it's just, iconic. Yeah. yeah. The White House one, obviously, like is Roman iconic. Emmerich has been yeah. trying to make... And, uh, they've just been doing that over and over again. My he's built a career on it. Problem uh, with <laughs> the Independence Day explosion. Now, I love it. The dog? It's great. Now, the dog's fine. Like, I, I can get on board <laughs> with the dog. That's fine. It's... People seem to be able to outrun it. Like, she... The, when you see later on... Uh, Who's the stripper in the, in the tunnel? Oh, um, is it oh, Vivica Fox? Yes, yes, it is Vivica she Fox. She more or less outruns the explosion and gets into a... Uh, An alcohol. That's alcohol. right, the little yeah. thing. That's fine. But then when Air Force One is taken off, 300 miles an hour, whatever it needs to be for a plane to take off, it barely makes it away from are the explosion you, behind it. Are you... What speed is this, is this explosion coming at? Questioning the science yes, of Independence Day. I am. <laughs> okay. The science where Jeff Goldblum on his absolute brick of a laptop figures yep. out what the aliens are up to. Computer. Okay. You're worried about uh, how fast the plane is going. Look. Let's <laughs> go faster. Um, let's go faster. Okay, well, let's, go faster. let's take a little look at uh, just one of the best explosions in movie history. Um, this is Independence Day. As I was saying, it's specifically... I, I know the Empire State Building is amazing, seeing yeah. that getting blown up and stuff as well. But specifically the White House thing, because I remember, do you remember the show movies, games and videos? Yes. They yes. used to be on. They had like a... Behind the scenes. A behind I think the I remember scenes. seeing that exact same the, thing. The, the model, is it? Yes, About yes. the making yeah, of yeah. the model. of the. And I remember sitting there it's like so on a Saturday afternoon. Done, yeah. yeah. And they made it out of like woods and matchsticks yeah. and everything. And it was like 10 feet in size. I know, I know you're talking, but I keep looking at the explosion. It's an amazing explosion. And that guy who our listeners won't be able to see on screen but he plays Robin Williams' brother in Mrs. Doubtfire yeah. Harvey Fierstein and he try, uh, he's trying to get his mom to leave the yeah, city and he's got the world's greatest way he's like oh <laughs> crap <laughs> and then uh, and then yes then the White House I love the, uh, in the, helicopter. the the guy who um, he's still in the office block Still doing filing, <laughs> still working. <laughs> yeah, and then he looks out the window. He's like, "Oh, uh, <laughs> he's blown out the office." It's like there's an alien ship, like literally ten feet outside your window, and you're still filing. He couldn't even yeah. send send an email because there were probably no emails saying either. Like, so what was he doing? We were back in the dial-up yeah. days. Yeah, but yes, yeah, so there's so much, so many good things about that explosion because, like, all the alien mother ships or the mm. ships mm. hovering over the landmarks, and which they one of the best jokes and only jokes in Independence Day Resurgence 
instance was whenever, uh, I think it's a Jeff Goldblum says, they like to get the landmarks. Mm, You're like, yeah, they certainly yeah. do. But there, there is office filer guy. <laughs> yeah, see you later. But yeah, so that was my one. 1996, Roland Emmerich, iconic explosion, Independence Day. Fabulous choice. Show. Thanks. Fully thanks. behind it. Paul, what did you go for? See, I was very much like you. There was like three that instantly popped into my head. I wonder if one of your other ones is the same as mine. But okay, go. go. But I went for something that I saw in the cinema in my life. And the other two that were floating my head, I won't mention them. Die Hard and Predator. Uh, <laughs> but it's not Die Hard and Predator. I went for what I think He's is the living. greatest battle. <laughs> that you said other films. The greatest battle. My other one was The Rock. How you doing? <laughs> in cinematic history to date, which is The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, when Helm's Deep needs to be breached. Oh, and yeah. Saruman, you see that little bit of him in Orthanc when he's meddling with this dark powder. You don't know what it is. And it's the only time when you kind of get that sense of explosion and like Helm's Deep has never been breached but like all good action it's actually like rooted in the plot Helm's Deep is so good because Jackson like you never lose sight of the characters in it and there's always like the moments of levity with like uh, Legolas and Gimli like how many the counting the deaths and stuff like that but this was just amazing Legolas like Aragorn's like bring him down bring him down and then there's that little kind of saving private rhyme moment when the sound just is sucked and then you hear nothing and then just the off, massive explosion that blows up everything. Then it cuts to Bernard Hill's face, who was uh, Tatum. Yep. And he's just like, holy crap, Like we're doomed now. So uh, I love that explosion. Um, and just in terms of mood and atmosphere, what Jackson did on Helm's Deep, like, the build-up to it was so agonisingly drawn out that you were so immersed in it for, I think it was like 45 minutes. It's screen. a long battle Yeah, scene, but yeah. It's, it's done it's so great. well. Yeah. That there's different layers to it. You've got like the, the bow and arrows. You have got the close combat, and like you look at stuff like Game of Thrones, and now it's the, everything's stolen literally from that. I think, um, and just the explosion itself was stunningly done. Okay, this is the explosion from Helm's Deep in the Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers. That's all really catchy. Just really <laughs> just <laughs> rolls, rolls off, off the, the tongue. kind of miss the Lord of the Rings films like as a Christmas tradition we were saying that was the thing after my exams at Christmas it was like always on the Friday so my last one was a Friday and for three years running it was Fellowship Two Towers and Return of the King so that was always it's like, like good treat times. yourself good times yeah um, no that's a brilliant explosion I forgot about it even though the orc that's running along kind of looks like he has a giant sparkler just but then <laughs> yeah, he looks like, like he's running to start the Olympics here he comes and then everybody dies you get to like pin cushions legless puts like three arrows in he does he does and, uh, and he has that like kamikaze job you see him coming there he looks committed to the cause um, so Rory what did you go for did you also go for The Rock or Die Hard or Predator or Lord of the Rings or Independence Day or Showgirls no, I, I, uh, I had a different problem I had to I had the difficulty of choosing between two explosions from the same movie <gasps> oh okay uh, Showgirls so, uh, <laughs> no uh, no, like this was probably the only uh, explosion I've ever seen in a film that has caused nightmares for people around the world. Fiona, yes, um, cursed me for <laughs> for having her look at it uh, while prepping for the show, and I totally understand why yeah. she's mad. This is Fiona who works in the show and uh, yeah. like looks after all the visuals and the clips and everything as well. Yeah, so. she, she was unhappy with me. <laughs> she, she was, was not like, happy with she you. Was like, thanks for that. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. It's so what did you go for? It is uh, the nuclear explosion from Terminator 2. Probably the most realistic depiction of a nuclear explosion yeah. ever. Yeah. 
because uh, you see your, your, your hero, everyone ducks, covers, people grabbing their kids, and then she goes on fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you still hear her screaming. <laughs> yeah. And then the nuclear explosion wafts through what I think is LA. Yeah. Uh, and again, super realistic, <laughs> the way it knocks buildings <laughs> over. You see it kill everything. And then it just kind of washes through Sarah's image of herself, minding young John Connor, mm. and then herself. So she's just a skeleton holding onto a fence, still screaming. So <laughs> I'm sorry, Fiona. A lot of screaming. A lot of screaming. Uh, for that. But yeah, like it's a horrific uh, scene, but it is also one of those explosions where once you see, you're like, well. Yeah. Any, anyone who was working in the Joe office, you would have known Fiona was working on, on this week's episode whenever you just heard like constant, <laughs> just screaming uh, throughout the entire place. The bit that's really disturbing, I remember uh, whenever I saw that, it's whenever it kind of has this like Vesuvius effect where it turns them to ash and stuff mm. and they're all sitting cool. there. And then they explode as well. It's like, come on. It's like they're we're not already done. dead. We're not done. Yeah, we're not done here. It's like, let's make all the dead people explode as well. Yeah, so I nearly went with the uh, the scene later on where they're in the Cyberdyne buildings and... Well, yeah. B- what's his name? Bill Cyberdyne? I can't remember <laughs> yeah. his name. Is, but he's Miles like... something, isn't that his name? Miles yeah, something, yeah. He's trying to hold the weight over the grenade. Oh, yes. And then just as everyone uh, barely makes it out, he drops it and then it takes out the entire floor. That is... And incredible because that was actually done. That that building was exploded for that scene while they were doing the uh, the stunts. But uh, yeah, this one I think sticks in the mind more. I like that you you also picked multiple options as well. Mine was the same, same film. Still multiple explosions. Though. Listen, if you both got to do it, it's so my question. So out of can... our, our three answers, you we collectively have five, six, seven <laughs> different answers. So a special shout out to book, Desperado yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 nice. nice. Um, but uh, yeah, if you have any favourite explosions, emotional or otherwise, no. uh, from film, <laughs> no, definitely not emotional. Just keep those <laughs> just big explodey, fiery ones. Bottle them up and don't talk about them. That's good advice, right? Do let us know on Twitter at BiggerVSky and let us know on the Joe Instagram page as well. Now, it's been another cracking week for trailers again. And just before we come to film the show, they're always like, oh, you want another amazing trailer? There you go. So there are other ones that are out this week, like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, which we're not going to discuss right now. But um, uh, this one was released a few days ago and... I think it's already, it's still the number one trending video on YouTube. Um, we were already talking about uh, Captain Marvel over the past couple of weeks, which you can go and see in Omniplex Cinemas, which I went to it, see yeah. in Omniplex in Derry over the weekend. Um, what do you think? Do you know what? I liked it. The longer it went on, I, I grew to like it more and more and mm. more. And uh, Brie Larson is absolutely perfect in the role of Captain Marvel. Uh, I'm still scratching my head as to how they do the Samuel L. Jackson younger stuff because mm. it's actually mm. flawless. I mean, the other bits where they've done it, Michael Douglas a little bit uh, in Ant-Man, or, yeah, whichever one it was, they had him for a little bit. Uh, and Robert Downey Jr., uh, where they had him for maybe about, oh, like, kind of War, eight, yeah. nine minutes. Yeah. Whereas this is just Samuel L. Jackson for the runtime of the film. Uh, it's brilliantly done. It's and I just, I'm just looking at Ben Mendelsohn, who I love anyway, but looking at him in a whole new light as well. He, uh, he is really, really excellent. And the soundtrack it. So, is so- oh, soundtrack is super. Yeah. So no, really, really enjoyed it. Um, but yes, uh, it's only kind of the starter for the main course, which is coming mm-hmm. up. Um, oh, an even bigger course now. Weeks. Fox been bought today. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. Um, but our trader for this week is uh, Avengers Endgame. So before we get uh, discussing it, here's a little clip of the film. I keep telling everybody they should move on. Some do, but not us. Even if there's a small chance, we owe this to everyone who's not in this room to try. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes.
I like this one. <laughs> so, Avengers Endgame, a lot of talking points about that. Actually, for people who are watching uh, the show here today, um, you can just see one of the main talking points. Hawkeye 1 is back. Hawkeye 2 <laughs> was away for the entire duration of Infinity War getting a really dodgy haircut, it seems. It's a real breakup haircut. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a decision he's made. Yeah, that I don't support. He's no longer Hawkeye, isn't he? Apparently. Well, we'll see. This is all like speculation as to what way the the Russo brothers are going to go with it. Um, Well, firstly, do we like the trailer for Endgame? Because it's really close to release because it's like the 24th, 25th of April that the film is coming out. So we're only a few weeks away from it. And they've kind of left it. Well, I mean, they had to wait until the release of Captain Marvel before dropping it. Yeah, like they're clever because they'd said previously that they're not going to use any footage in the promotional materials that isn't within the first 20 minutes of the film. Yeah, and that's insane because it you seems see like there's a lot of stuff. Well, there is and there isn't because the trailer is half a trailer and half a uh, montage of, remember all this from yeah. before? Yeah. Which is clever because you're like, oh yeah, we actually have spent over a decade mm. with these people. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like they... I, I, I have an article up on Joe where I am convinced there is a big fat lie in that trailer. Yes, I read this. So you aren't they convinced. they lied before. They yeah. did because whenever uh, Avengers Hulk, Hulk Infinity War um, trailer came out, there was that money shot basically mm-hmm. of Hulk like running along. She said, Paul, through Wakanda and everyone was like, oh my God, Thanos is going to get beat up here. That is not what happened. No. And, uh, and yes, of course, uh, Bruce Banner, Mark Ruffalo was having some performance issues uh, in the first film, and again, there's no, there's no Hulk here either. Um, no, but the bit that you had a wee suspicion about. Yeah, it's it's the final shot where you see them all in what I assume are quantum suits. What they use for them for still up for debate, but we see um, Nebula and Tony Stark in them. But if everything is from within the first 20 minutes, there's no way they've come from the depths of space, rejoined everyone, and are now in those suits. So I think they've done another head swap like they did with the whole Interesting. Interesting. And I think it's two other people. But you can read that on. I want somebody to do a head swap of just all Hawkeyes. Just everybody's got <laughs> I, Hawkeye's not hair. Not even that. that. I want, <laughs> just everybody have, I want the Hulk to have Hawkeye's hair. See, for the release of Avengers uh, Endgame, can we all get that, that haircut then? Can we all go for that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, you go first. The Mohawk yeah. guy. And then okay. I'll, uh, when, mm. I'll do that too. The Mohawk 100%. guy. Yeah, Mohawk, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Um, the aging on Paul Rudd in this is flawless, by the way. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, every yeah. film, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so Avengers Endgame coming out uh, towards the end of It'll April. It'll make some money, I think. It probably, probably yeah. will. As I said, the trailer's been out uh, since last week and is still number one um, in the uh, on the YouTube Let's trending. Thor and Captain Marvel. Right there. Oh yes, yeah. At the very end, it's like the little post-credits thing on the. Uh, They're not putting the post-credits itself. things on yeah. trailers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Captain Marvel and Thor just having a little like kind like, of unimpressed, flirty, by smirky his... moment. He's moving in on your girl. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that's fine. You could take Chris Hemsworth. You could take Chris Hemsworth. Take him where? That's <laughs> <laughs> to a nice romantic dinner, seafood yeah. dinner. Here's Captain Marvel. Again. There you go. I'm there just gonna go. There's a lot of lot of sadness in the trailer and a lot of like... Uh, Do you obviously, know what happened at the end of the no, last I know, film, I know. Right? And their, their tagline <laughs> for this one is, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. So there's a lot of that kind of mantra coming through it as well. But um, no, I for one cannot wait to see it. So looking just, forward to... It's just you, is it? Just, just me. <laughs> I don't I know if you've one. heard about this uh, little indie number that that's coming take. out. Yeah. Excited. And where can you see it on? It might have limited release in a couple of Omniplex cinemas, <laughs> but, or it might be in every single screen of every single one. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Now, as we said at the start of the show, um, we do have an amazing Creed 2 poster that we have managed to wrestle off Paul Moore. Um, it is signed by the stars of the film. You've got Michael B. Jordan, Look Tessa Thompson. beautiful man. I know. It's an incredible, cool well. incredible picture. Unbelievably cool fellow. So you could have Michael B. Jordan up on your wall with him having scribbled over his own face or something. Uh, uh, Hopefully plus, not. <laughs> and then Dolph Lundgren, Tessa Thompson, Florian Muntenu, and the director, Mr. Stephen Cable Jr. as well. So, well um, remembered. Thank you very much. <laughs> Completely forgot. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, because we do have this amazing prize to give away, Rory actually caught up with the stars of the film as well, and you were chatting to Dolph and Florian. Mm. And Florian plays uh, Drago Jr. He plays Drago 2, just like Michael really? B. Jordan plays <laughs> yes. Creed 2. 
And yes. uh, but you know, there were a lot of uh, spooky kind of similarities between uh, Dolph but, and Florian. Yeah, because. Uh, like Dolph, I don't think, started off his life thinking he was going to be an actor. And I think the same could be said for Florian. Uh, well, anyone who knows of his sportsing career would know that he is a huge, huge man. And he pays get, gets paid a lot of money to uh, hurt people in the face. So <laughs> he, he obviously plays a, a good physical presence in the movie against uh, someone of Michael B. Jordan's stature. So it was like... Same with you back in the day, Ivan. And Dolph, uh, he was a big fan of this because he listed about 20 million other similarities. Mm. Here he is. And also we were 27 years old. I was 27 and he is 27. Oh, wow. We were both fighters. We both came from Europe. Uh, so there's it's a crazy, lot in common. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's a scary. Lot, yeah. A lot in common. Speaking of scary, that's the other thing you both have in common. Yes. You both have fantastic scary stares yeah. when you're in the middle of the body. Yes. Like, there was one point in this one in particular where you look back at someone and was like, oh, my goodness, that is, uh, that's intimidating. Mm. Uh, wh- what place do you need to go to to kind of focus on that kind of anger? Mm. Well, I mean, some of it you have to... Usually it comes from some kind of pain or something yeah. so that it needs has some depth because if you try to play angry you look like a WWF you know sure. wrestler I hate you I'm gonna you know it's not it becomes very shallow yeah but I mean in this story it's a kind of a complex situation about fatherhood and fathers and sons and a mother who's abandoned a son and there's a lot of stuff going on there um, in this film and in Rocky Four, there was also something going on too for me you know because I was kind of created by the Soviet state and I didn't really like that I was playing all kinds of other things too that sure. I, I, I didn't like that so but it was like they would just push me out there like a machine so it's a bit I'm pushing him out mm-hmm. um, Ivan pushes Victor out like I was kind of used by the Soviet system so there's so many parallels it's uh, <clears throat> It's a bit scary almost. <laughs> yeah, for anybody who's looking at the footage there, you can see they are two giant, giant men. What were they like in, in real life, like, like physically imposing? Um, yeah, like Florian is a large man. Like I, I think I think he's about 6'5 or 6'6. He's up there. And the he's jumper's not, like he, eight times too small for him as well. <laughs> he's just like bursting out of it. Yeah, it's like you, he needs to be lifted out of the chair because he can only stay in one position. <laughs> jumper's painted on him. Yeah. <laughs> just painted. just got to paint this wall on. Don't worry about it. Uh, but like he's a super nice guy and I hope he does well because I actually thought he was quite decent yeah, in this for someone good, yeah. who isn't the really an actor. at the dinner table was really good when Bridget Nielsen comes back yeah, in. Yeah, yeah but... Um, you know, off the success of this one, I had to ask, I was like, has someone asked you about you getting your own one? Because we'd be interested in seeing what Russian Rocky is like, like your own thing in Russia. So uh, this is what he had to say about that. If there was the opportunity at all for a Drago spin-off, would you say yes? Would you do it? Well, um, let's say like this. Okay. There are some ideas... Okay. Going on, and we'll see. We'll see. That's nice and vague. Thank you very much. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, man. Well, from that you can definitely tell they're they're hundred percent making or most likely to make like ninety nine point nine. Like their faces, they smirk, they smirk for about half an <laughs> yeah. hour, and they're like, Ooh, "Do right. you want to tell him, or will I tell him?" Let's just um, not tell him yeah. exactly. But but no, we'd be fans of that though. If there's a brand new release uh, yeah. focusing on the Dragos, especially if it's good. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Definitely a fan then. Definitely, <laughs> definitely always a fan. Um, but the other uh, star of the film, of course, is Tessa Thompson, who just. Over the past couple of years, the world has just like fallen in love with whether she's playing uh, the Valkyrie in um, Thor Ragnarok, and people have been wondering. Sim- similar to like Hawkeye in uh, Avengers: Infinity War, people are like, and Korg, where- and Korg as well. You know, where where <laughs> yeah. are they? Like the breakout stars of Ragnarok, and when are they going to come back into the MCU as well? Um, and she's just a phenomenal talent, uh, and she's just so, so lovely. Um, but, uh, yeah, you were chatting to her because she seems very um, in control of what she wants to do in terms of the roles that she's picking as well. Yeah. Um, and as you said to her, uh, it's really easy in a boxing film for just, not just individual characters, but the entire film to fall into, like, cliche after cliche yeah. after cliche. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so how was she on that? Yeah, she was she was good. She was, like, she, she as you said, she knows exactly what she wants to do. And I think 
the, the the girlfriend or wife of a boxer ever since Rocky seems to have been the exact same in every film. Even like some of them can be great, like uh, Amy Adams in The Fighter, and some of them are not. They just seem like the most rose, like cliched things. Like you're not going to that ring, throw in the towel, blah blah blah. You've got kids at home. Whereas with this, it does feel a bit different, and I, it did feel that part of that was because it was Tessa playing it. So I was curious how much input she had on that. Yeah. Do you have a hand at all in trying to make sure Bianca didn't go down the I had every, room? yeah, I had all hands on deck. I had a <laughs> right. lot of hands in that, yeah. Um, it was important to me. We were, you know, from the first film, Ryan Coogler and I, like, had so many conversations about that. We really wanted to try as much as possible to buck convention in that space. Um, so often women are tasked with, not just in boxing movies, but in movies mm-hmm. in general. I won't say which, but I was watching a film last night on the plane where I was just like, Man, women, we just like, show up in movies to like, it, we function to support the male character in ways like we die for them, we live for them. It's just obnoxious, yeah. <laughs> actually. Um, and we wanted to do something different with her, so hopefully we, we try to do that. And then just before, this is one of my favorite parts in the interview as well, because as we said, she is really, really lovely. But uh, before you were finishing, she was just like, oh, here, I want to give a go at your <laughs> really like lovely, charming accent as well. Yeah, like I, uh, no matter how good actors can be, the Irish accent is always like the final <laughs> hurdle. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, will, you will, like ninety nine percent of actors have fallen at that hurdle. It doesn't matter how good you are, you can't like Kate Blanchett and maybe that's it. Yeah. Like, there's some Irish actors who can't nail the Irish accent. I know it's films. that thing in a film. Whenever you're watching, <laughs> you're like, Brosnan, I can't Evan, tell. Are they yeah. actually Irish or is it just somebody doing a really dodgy accent? Yeah, it was like, where are you right now with your voice? But. Uh, yeah, she she decided to take the challenge up, and I was like, "Oh, Tessa, she couldn't help herself." It's like everyone wants to try, but not everyone's going to succeed. But you know, this is her trying. I have to say, your accent's so hard to do. It is. Do you want to give it a go? Just say, tell me something. Well, we say "torty uh, tree" instead of "thirty-three." Torty tree. Torty tree. That's yeah, pretty good. What's your torty tree? Yeah, torty tree and a toad. <laughs> torty tree and a toad. Uh, <laughs> a turd? <laughs> well, yeah, again, it's no age, so it's going straight in. Well, little, I need work. Little, I need work. I need to brush up before you, I work. We've got Liam and, and Ruth to help with the action. I know, work, I know. So no problem I know. at all. Tessa, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for being here. I think she did a damn fine job of an Irish accent there as well. Your, your Irish yep. accent isn't too bad either, so congratulations. Cheers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, there's definitely been, definitely been worse. Definitely been worse. Um, so yeah, that's Creed 2. We do have that signed poster to give away and keep an eye on Joe for some other very cool prize packs that we'll have up there as well on site. And subscribe. And on social. If you want and subscribe, you keep, to subscribe. Keep subscribing. If you've already again. subscribed... Unsubscribe and then subscribe again. I don't know if that works. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. It definitely doesn't. Oh, subscribe on your phone and your your mommy's phone, your daddy's phone, everybody's. Anyone, like if you're at the bar and some stranger left his phone <laughs> yeah, down, yeah, just subscribe. Just, just do that. Um, but yeah, uh, so to win or be in with a chance of winning those very cool prizes, uh, stay tuned for our competition high clue. Non-controversial, of course, which is coming up uh, later on the show. But now it's off to... The cinemas? It's off to the cinemas for this Plural? week's big reviews. <laughs> <laughs> cinemas. Omnibus uh, cinemas. Yeah, cinemas. So, uh, yes, the big release this week, the main one, is White Us. Crow. Uh, oh, <laughs> so close. Um, is Us from, the, as we were saying, the batshit, brilliantly bonkers <laughs> mind of Jordan Peele, uh, who wrote and directed, won an Oscar for Get Out. Um, so Us is his brand new horror film. He did tweet the other day. He was like, yeah. Us is a horror film. Um this was my most highly anticipated film of 2019. And uh, I think, oh, Paul, we were chatting about, because um, we'll take a look at the trailer now in a second, uh, second but the, uh, even the music and the way it's used in the trailer is mm. brilliant. And I got five on it. It's not the track. That's yeah. the track, yeah. yeah, yeah, which is uh, super. But he's managed to make it just sound really, really creepy, like mm. really cool. Or brilliant kind of release on, on Christmas Day. This trailer came out. Which was is it just Christmas Day? Christmas oh, Day. Got released. Holy moly. Brilliant counter program. Um, so before we hear uh, Paul's review of it, uh, here's a little look at us. They look exactly like us. They think like us. They know where we are. We need to move and keep moving. 
They won't stop until they kill us. Before we kill them. Okay, so this is this simultaneous thing where it's like unbelievably exciting and like, oh my God, am I going to be able to sit through this and watch it? Because I was completely freaked out and completely loved Get Out. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, so what, what's us about, first of all? It's completely separate from... Oh, Rory has oh, a question. Rory has a question. It's not even a question. It's a request. Okay. Oh. To, for maybe if people don't know anything about the trailer, because every everything I've read so far from the re- reviews is us would be slightly better if we'd not seen the trailer. That's fair enough, because I think... I know that's true of yeah, nearly like all everything, of them. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's not an awful we lot... We just showed everybody the trailer there yeah. as well. well <laughs> <everybody>. <laughs> there's not an awful lot given away. There's, there's some of the stylistic shots, yes, but in terms of the plot and... It won't detract from your sensation of leaving the cinema because you will have you will think about this film an awful lot. I found it funny that you chose this as your film because Owen's a bit of a horror wuss. Yeah, and Peel is right to tweet that this is a horror. It is very very leading towards the horror vibes and the horror genre. But then again, it also it's not as easily identifiable as Get Out, which you can say is like a subversive take on racism in America. Us has got a lot of ideas going for it, but let's dig right in. Story follows, uh, we start with a young family who are at a boardwalk and the, the child, uh, Addie, who's later played as uh, grown up by Lupita Nyong'o, goes missing. She wanders into one of those freaky-ass hall of mirrors and uh, what you think is a reflection of her because in the mirrors isn't her. It's literally a other version of her from some alternate sort of universe or parallel thing. And then you flash forward, uh, she has this kind of traumatic experience where she can't express what it was she experienced in this hall of mirrors uh, her parents seek her to go to like therapy to like draw and art and, and dance just to express these trauma trauma but then uh, as an adult uh, she returns to Santa Cruz which is where it is you see the beach there and all these memories start coming back and she's joined by her husband by uh, Washington Duke who was uh, in Black Panther and uh, he was the the, the muscle the dude, yes, he's the yeah, other yeah, true yeah. leader. He wouldn't come yeah. with him. All That's right. right. Very, uh, very well cast because he's actually kind of like a dweeby, modern kind of dad, he's kind of friend. Of unrecognizable. Yeah. Yeah. I, did, I yeah. didn't put that yeah. together at all. But uh, what he's very intimidating when you use the alter ego, which we get right. to now, that creepy ass shot we saw in the trailer of the family in the drive. Ultimately, this is when it really kicks off because this crazy alter ego invasion comes in when everyone's sort of different character comes in and it really turns into a horror film in the vein of have you seen Funny Games? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's exactly like that. That sense of like toying and creeping dread and menace and the threat of violence hangs there so much so that you know something bad's going to happen but Peel is so good at creating suspense and drama that when you think something's going to happen he just draws it a little bit longer a little bit longer a little bit longer. Get Out I think some horror fans were a bit put off by Get Out because it didn't have the blood it didn't have the guts it did have some unbelievably stylistic shots, and this is very prevalent in us. It's stylish as hell. Like, it's beautiful to look at. But when it goes gory, it goes really gory, and it nails it. Um, he actually is very good at mixing a lot of genres. There's parts of this feels like a home invasion horror. Parts of it feels like psychological, like I mentioned, like funny games. Um, but ultimately, he nails the horror parts. It, it is gory. But I just found at the end... There's a lot of ideas he throws at this, and I don't want to discuss it and give too much away, but there's a lot of stuff that's kind of feels like it's tacked on at the end. If you're looking for just a straight-up horror experience, it's great. If you want something that's a bit more thinking, there's something there as well. But I'm very curious to see what Peel's intention was, what he actually says when it's released, because I have a feeling there'll be like a thousand thing pieces about what he's trying to say. Um, it is clever, but I don't know if I was just thick enough that I didn't follow everything that was going on. But I did I did leave the cinema and I was thinking an awful lot about it, which is always a good thing, regardless of a film. So if you're going just straight up for horror kicks, you'll be satisfied. If you want a bit more message whipped in there, there's some. But I just think it got a bit convoluted towards the end. In terms of performances, Lupita Nyong'o is as great as she always is. Like, 
12 Years a Slave, and even like Queen of Cathway. She's she never she's very good, but she has a real. You can see she kind of loves playing the doting mother of the family, but also flipping it on its head and going batshit bonkers. She looks yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Oh, there's a, bit, she's there's the a bit in the trailer. Yeah, as her as the alter ego. But they all do. She's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Her, voice, her face yeah. just isn't yeah. really moving. Yeah, yeah. I don't and, like that. Um, <laughs> kind of like really good horrors of the like the Omen and stuff like that. It does lead into kind of like religious subtext. So there, there's certain things you'll be googling after it, like certain passages and yeah. stuff. So it's clever in that sense. It's kind of. I know the story I want to say. I don't want to even give you the religious story no, that yeah, it's no, referencing because don't, that will give it away. Yeah. But it is it is grounded in there. But the, in terms of appeal, it's exactly what you think. There's, there's, there's the dark humour. There's the gags to break up the tension. There's pop culture references galore. Um, it is, it's, it's beautiful to look at. Um, and it's definitely, he's definitely right to say this is a horror. I think, Owen, you'll be scared out of your mind. Yes. But you will good. think about it. You good, will really good. think about because it. Because I, like, I loved Get Out. I think it's a great film. Mm. Didn't think it was scary at all. No, not in any way whatsoever. So, oh, yeah, me neither, lads. That's yeah. the three of us. <laughs> the three of us definitely agree on that. Mm. But they're like, uh, yeah, like there was there was bits you see in the trailer for Get Out where the guy's running and then he yeah. just turns mm. and then he turns and the lady's in the window of the house and they're all like kind of jump scares. But yeah. that was it. It felt like it was it's leaning hard. harder to yeah. comedy yeah. rather than horror. Uh, so he in this one he's leaning. More into Very the, much like so, it is yeah. actually oh, there's bits in it where you're like I was scared the scissors are used you oh, do see well this. you see yeah. this is this and is what Elizabeth Moss is in there yeah and yeah of course yeah yeah um, actually yeah Elizabeth Moss is good casting I'm not going to say which but there's part of the, her persona takes more precedence than the other one you mightn't expect it's, 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 she's really good yeah um, no ever since the first poster was released which kind of had the gloved hand against the red mm. background which is obviously one of the alter ego like jumpsuits um, but just holding a pair of scissors it was like ah no pointy scissors this isn't going to uh, end with well them. Yeah, definitely like a bunch of flowers hold them like a bunch of flowers will you um, so am, yeah I will be curious to see how it's taken though I think like horror aficionados will love the gore but I wonder, like, will the blow-ins be like, what the hell did the ending mean? You know, like, sort of like that. Well, I think so, they're, they're definitely... Being I, more I think I think it'd be very curious to see if Peel actually says, well, this is what this meant. Yeah. But maybe it's not meant to be that. Maybe it's literally just to get people talking and kind of whatever people want to project onto it, that's what they can do. So I left the cinema. I was, I'm still thinking about it which is great, so I'll be very curious to see what everyone makes of it. Definitely. Well, Get Out is still, or they've added it to lots of um, uh, courses, like university courses mm. and things in the States as well. So obviously his films just kind of, like a high clue, really, have those layers mm. upon layers. Um, doing the Twilight uh, Zone. Are you comparing? The Twilight Zone. Yeah. Are you Oscar comparing an Oscar winning movie being added to college syllabus to a high clue? I certainly am. What did you call them? <laughs> Film lasagnas? <laughs> what are they called? Hint lasagnas. Hint lasagnas. That's it. That's it. So Us is uh, out in cinemas now this week. Um, so you can go and check it out in an Omniplex near you. And 100% going to be doing that. Okay, I'll not bring scissors to the cinema. That's, uh, that's, that's that. good advice. Generally, yeah, don't just bring, generally yeah, that's don't. That's the other advice. Don't yeah. run with scissors and don't, don't bring, bring them to the cinema. Mm. <laughs> uh, um, uh, one of the other big releases this week is uh, Rafe Finds no. Us. Uh, is, oh, we should have done that, yeah. Like, all <laughs> of us again. Um, it's White Crow, directed by Rafe Fine. I'm surprised you didn't want to talk about this one first. I know, for more I time, know. considering. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, we didn't really want to talk about it. No, so what is it? It's Rafe Fine is focusing on the, the life of a young Russian dancer. Rudolf Nureyev. Rudolf did it. Um, Nureyev. Nure- okay. Nureyev. He's a world famous ballet dancer. Apparently. Apparently. I okay. Know his, I know his life story inside out. But like, Ray Fine decided to learn Russian for this film. It's mm-hmm. like, not only am I just going to direct a film, it's like, I might as what? well get all Russian speakers for this and I learn yeah. Russian to be in it as well. Yeah. Okay, class. That's yeah. Come, that's come it's like, he's really using up that Voldemort money. <laughs> just like this. So now i got a lot of but time you, in my hands. Like, didn't he, a few years ago, he directed a Shakespeare adaptation. Um, was it Coriolanus? Cor- 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 was it? Uh, maybe? I think he was in it, was he? Yeah, and it was like a modern day war S- setting. Serbia of, or something like that, wasn't it? And it was all like in Shakespeare talk, but it was Jared Butler doing it. <laughs> it was like, what? <laughs> what are you, what? Best yeah. CV ever. Yeah. <laughs> so like he, he, he certainly has um, aspects of how he wants to make his films like he, he, he just like I'll do what I want yeah <laughs> I mean James Bond I, I was in Harry Potter I'll do what I want when I'm directing it so yeah he's doing a 
a biopic of a, a, a famous bisexual <laughs> ballet dancer. And I was like, oh, Black Swan, um, who is trying to escape the Russian uh, government and uh, defect. And I was like, oh, Red Sparrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, um, and it has uh, nothing of those two films where I was like, oh, this this could be good. So it's not Black Swan plus Red Sparrow no. equals White Crow. No. It's not that. No, okay. no, no, no. Burgundy if you mix that. I know, it's like yeah. different colour. It was, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's quite dull. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it says on IMDb, and according to my watch, it was two hours and seven minutes, but I'm convinced it was, <laughs> I'm convinced I'm still there. <laughs> days <laughs> later. Kind of, days later. <laughs> just, uh, what was that? Uh, oh, never mind. The reference has gone from my own mind. Showgirls? Like, <laughs> no, like, it just, uh, like, I, it could have been good. Like, it could have been good, but um, it just isn't. So, okay. Strike don't go. That don't one Oscar Wilde uh, did one uh, with who made that? Um, Rupert Everett. Oh, Rupert Everett. Ago. Strikes me, it's exactly that. Yeah, type like of a film. passion project. Yeah, yeah more so than actually being interested in any way whatsoever. Yeah, okay. like, it, there definitely is an interesting story. In there to be told, but this wasn't how it was told. Okay. What's your listen? Your spoil for choice, as we say, Captain Marvel is still out in cinemas, and Us is released now as well. So, uh, two they're probably like the best of the rest that are out at the moment. So, go and check Jacob's out. Ladder. Is that what you were trying to think yeah. of? Jacob's Ladder, there it is, where, where, where he, he sees all the stuff. Oh, and and it, he thinks loads of time has passed, but only a few seconds have passed. Off. That was you watching White Crow. Yeah, okay. I'm still <laughs> watching White Crow now. Okay. This is a hallucination. Okay. Um, Jacob's ladder. <laughs> <laughs> um, now it's time for our competition. As we said, you can win that very cool signed Creed 2 poster. And all you have to do to be in with the chance of winning is get the right answer to uh, our high clue. It's that easy. But, but also <laughs> be one of the right answers that you pick. Because then everyone would get the poster. Oh it's yeah, no, no. You like this is you to get in with a yeah. chance money, and then you're randomly picked and, out and subscribe. And yeah. so, oh yeah, yes, yeah, and you have to subscribe. See? Subscribe. Yeah. Um, I go see the film and only picks all of those things. There's We're quite following a long checklist. Um, but yes, yeah, so let's take a look at last week's um, competition high clue, and this was to win the signed Captain Marvel poster, which uh, was signed by Brie Larson, Samuel L. Jackson, Jude Law, Lashana Lynch as well. So. Uh, and the directors of the film. So it was Die Hard Orange Man, Barbaric Pencil Pushers, Sexual T-Rex. There were a lot of correct answers this week. <laughs> Paul, I think you you jumped in straight away last week. You were like, you got, you got it. Yeah, I was, yeah. yeah. I got it eventually, but I was I was convinced because it was a Captain Marvel poster, it was going to be an MCU movie. So I kept ah, trying to squish right. <laughs> the hints into a comic book movie. And I was like... But yeah, then eventually. No, I didn't actually make the the MCU connection. But uh, yeah, as you said, Paul, it is Predator. Predator. Uh, so a lot of Predator fans out there. There was one guy had a brilliant tweet. It's like uh, Predator, but it's not a film; it's a documentary. <laughs> which <laughs> I'm a fan of. Yes, Predator yeah. is a documentary. Um, so the explanation for that one, Dean, <laughs> <laughs> possibly. But the. Uh, Yes, so the third line, sexual T-Rex, that was probably Jesse the easiest the way. Yeah, so uh, for that famous quote, it's like, uh, this stuff will make you a goddamn sexual Tyrannosaurus Rex. Um, or sexual Tyrannosaurus. Um, then uh, barbaric pencil pushers. Uh, barbaric was a reference to, uh, well, the horrific deaths mm. in it as well. But also um, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays Conan the Barbarian. And then he calls uh, Dylan. Mm -hmm. He's like, what have they got you doing? Pushing too many Green's pencils? Daddy. Creed's daddy, of course. Um, so that was the pencil pusher reference. And then the first line was Die Hard Orange Man. Die Hard was a reference to John McTiernan, who is the director of Die Hard and the director of Predator. And uh, Orange Man was uh, Dutch. Dutch, who is Arnold Schwarzenegger's character. Dutch. Yeah. Mm. I thought it was because the Predator seen him as orange in the, oh, in the infrared you thing. There you go. Hint lasagna. <laughs> Hint lasagna. lasagna. I was like, you see? another like, layer in this lasagna. Like, Every what time. Jordan Peele write this high clue? What an Oscar for it. Uh, Show this high clue in colleges <laughs> yeah. in America. Yeah. So Die Hard Orange Man, Barbaric Pencil Pushes, Sexual T-Rex, Predator. So was that okay compared to like the previous ones? Infinitely. It, okay, yes, happy days. It, it, it was a bit easier, yeah. Okay, yeah. so now it's time for this oh, week's we competition. Now, mind. do you think this is... This week's one is easier. I think this one is okay, more so easier than this one. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd say they're in okay, the right. So you went from really hard to really easy. So this is going to be so somewhere here, in the middle, I'd imagine. Here we go. Titanic action. I have it. 
<laughs> Zul is royally angry. Yep. Mostly nocturnal. It's written for me. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll do a syllable check. Titanic action. Five syllables. Zul is royally angry. Seven. Mostly nocturnal. Five. So we got five, seven, five. Rory says it for, it's for him. Um, if you know Rory's love of films, then maybe you can yeah, hazard a guess at it. it. But uh, happy enough with that one then? Okay, yeah. That's, that's a, <laughs> yeah, you're excited. Um, so yes, as we said, if you let us know on Twitter, on Instagram, we'll put them up there as well. This will also be up on Joe on the website and uh, you could be in with a chance of winning uh, the Creed 2 poster. And I want to say a big congratulations, congratulations, uh, to all the people who got the correct answer. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. There we go. Um, but there can only be one winner. It's like Highlander. There can only be one. There can only be one winner of the Captain Marvel poster. So congratulations to Stephen Donnan, who got Predator as the right answer last week. Fair play to you. Um, we'll have some backup prizes for other people as well. Um, that but haven't yeah, been kissed by me. That have <laughs> not been kissed or touched so. or grubbied by Rory Cashin. Um, so that's everything for this week. Busy, busy, busy. You sure? Um, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Coming soon, up in the show next week, we have none other than Son of Era, Colin Farrell. Um, and his brand new film... Dumbo, which all I want to talk about is Danny DeVito, because he Frank. plays Frank 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 Reynolds. remakes Disney <laughs> yeah. of the yeah, caption. Exactly. <laughs> um, so we're going to have Rory's full review of Dumbo and your chat with Colin Farrell, which hasn't happened just yet. No. But it's going to happen. Yes, between now and, and this time next week, yeah. I will have spoken to Cuddle. <laughs> are you going to call What? How do you say his name? Cuddle Fuddle. And are you going to call him that? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> okay. I can't see Just him. a blank interview. Yeah. Just yeah. Awkward well. silence. Are you excited to talk him? Talking. Yeah, he's a great actor. Yeah, I, the last time I spoke to him was Killing of the Sacred Deer. Um, and he's a gent. Um, and I like he hasn't done blockbuster stuff in a while now. Yeah. So I think this is his first like big budget film to what come back to. last one? Fright Night, maybe? Jeekers, that was a long time. Even that was well. cheap enough, I'd say. Yeah, Save yeah, Mr. Banks, yeah. probably that wasn't a big... Same big was with Disney it? there as well. Yeah, like yeah, Total Recall, maybe. Yeah. yeah, but this, you're right in terms of... Um, Summer as part of yeah, as yeah. part of the big revamp of mm. live action Disney films, this is first this of is, three this, is this year. Oh, that's right, because we said um, Aladdin and Lion King, Aladdin Aladdin and Lion King, yeah. King as well. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it goes. Um, right, Rory, Paul, Owen. as ever, Owen. thank you. Um, good luck uh, nice to on your wear navy as well. Just nice. I know we yeah. are all yeah. matching this week. We're going to be matching this week. <laughs> That's also oh, we're going to get sued <laughs> every week. Um, uh, yeah, thanks a million for subscribing, everybody. Do uh, pass on the word to other people as well. Big thank you to Shane and Fiona who work behind the scenes of the show. Sorry, Fiona. for the trauma, the Terminator two. Yeah, trauma. actually, I wonder, Ian, uh, Shane, and, and uh, Fiona. I wonder if they subscribed. We're going to check their phones. That's what we'll do. Yeah, and uh, we'll see you next week. Okay, bye bye. Chapter. You're listening to The Big Reviewski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas.